0: episode 2. Coming up is Mrs Chadwick doing her rainbow badge, jokes and helpful instructions, interview with Miss Hardy and much much more. Hope you enjoy. (laughs) Introducing this show is Mrs Chadwick attempting her rainbow badge. Can she get her badge? Days in a year. Three hundred and sixty-five. Yes. How many months in a decade? Well, decades ten. One hundred and twenty. Yep. How many years in a century? A hundred. Yeah. How many seconds in seven minutes? Oh, that's sixty seconds. Four hundred and twenty. Yeah. Yes. How many minutes in twelve hours? Seven hundred and. Yes. Yes. (laughs) If tomorrow is Wednesday, what was the day before yesterday?
1: If tomorrow
0: (laughs) is Wednesday, what was the day before yesterday?
1: Monday? No. No. If
2: tomorrow is Wednesday, Wednesday,
0: what was the day before (laughs) yesterday? Oh,
2: Wednesday. Today is Tuesday. Sunday. Yes.
1: That was a very hard one. (laughs)
0: My clock is one quarter of an hour slow. It currently says 25 to 4. What time is it really? 10 to 4.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: How many days are in April? Oh, I've got to remember the the, the thing. It is 30. Yeah. How many days are in a fortnight?
3: 14.
0: What yes. is 8.26pm in 24 hour clock time? 26pm? 8.26. Oh, 8.26 in 24 hours. 20, what was the minutes? How many ones? 26. Uh, 20, 26.
3: Correct. Yes.
4: Yeah. Is that all the questions?
3: Yes. yes.
0: And yes. she only got one wrong, so you've got your rainbow badge. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, that was hard.
4: Okay, I am here today with a vast selection of people in my classroom who are all going to give their nimes, names when I point at them. So I have...
3: Alice, Bethany.
0: Emily. Aiden, Henry. Georgia. Ella. Millie. Natty. Isla. Lila. Georgia!
4: I have all of these people in my classroom because they all did something very special on Sunday. Ella, what did you do on Sunday?
0: We sang at St Edmund's Church for part of the Coventry Cross of Nails.
4: So, what did we sing, Isla? What did we sing? Do you remember any of the songs? Um, the one that was called Looking Back in Time. Looking Back in Time. Aidan, do you remember what any of us were called? Yeah. What were they called? Bird of Peace. Oh, yeah, they had that one. And Millie, can you remember the other one?
0: Flowing Like a Quiet River. Better Place! A
4: Better Place, it was called A Better a Place. This is an introduction, because what are the whole whole school about to sing to us? Bird of Peace. So, why did we sing Bird of Peace in I'm school? Well,
0: because the cause he, 'cause the concept's about
4: peace. Next up on the podcast you're gonna hear the entire school singing the Bird of Peace song. Lovely stuff. Right, everyone say goodbye. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: Walks into a room, sing or play on his YouTube, baby shark or funny alien dance. Number two, shout constantly at him. Number three, wreck his classroom. Number four, break all of his Legos on his computer and whiteboard. Number five, dislike slash unsubscribe to his YouTube channel. Number six, eat all of his sweets and biscuits, especially caramel donuts. Number seven, break all of his white plastic rulers. Number eight, take all of his blue tack. Number nine, waste his whiteboard pens by using them on paper. Number ten. Walks must jump on all his tables. Number eleven. Break all of his Star Wars stuff. Number twelve. Incorrectly title a ten this question when it is actually twelve. What is the difference of a cat and a comma? I don't know. What is the difference between a cat and a comma? One has claws at the end of its paws, the other is a pause at the end of claws. <laughs> <laughs> As you will be leaving to go to New Zealand, so please welcome Um, Miss Hardy. (laughs) Isla and Felix, take it away. What was your favourite topic you have ever taught and why?
1: Oh, that's a good question. There's so many good ones to choose from, aren't there, Felix? In your five. I love history, I've got to say, probably the one that we're doing now actually, Pharaohs, because I really enjoy ancient Egypt and we get to learn all about the different famous kings and queens, and a bit about mummification, so, and the pyramids, there's lots and lots to learn, so I think uh, Pharaohs would be my favourite.
0: What is the best part of teaching and why?
1: Oh, another good question. The best part of teaching, well, uh, for me, teaching's the best job in the world because I love working with children. And I love learning, so it puts both of those two together. So it's those moments, especially when you're working with a child or a group of children, and even if they've found something maybe particularly challenging, particularly tough, and then you've helped them overcome that hurdle or learn um, something new where they feel like they've really um, achieved something, that rewarding experience you get to share with them on a daily basis, and I think that's just the best.
2: What is your favourite theme park ride?
1: So many. I reckon it's got to be air at Alton Towers, the one, the roller coaster where the it flips you, so you're facing downwards, and you get to put your arms out, so it feels like you're flying. Definitely that one.
0: Are you excited about your wedding?
1: Very excited, I am. It's happening in Italy, which um, hopefully will be hot. I'm hoping better than uh, British or English summers. Um, and there's lots of our uh, friends, friends and family coming. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good, fun day.
2: What is your favourite food and why?
1: Favourite food and why? You know, it has to be, love it or hate it, Marmite. I love Marmite. Even when I went travelling around India, (coughs) I had, I think, most of my uh, weight allowance was taken up with jars of Marmite because I thought not being with Marmite was just too much.
0: What is your favourite moment at Shipston and why? Why?
1: Favourite moment at Shipston? Gosh, these are good questions, Mr Mogg. Yeah. Favourite moment at Shipston? I really enjoy when we do the theme <laughs> days where you get to dress up. So uh, we did one for Off With Her Head, we had a Tudor day and we got to dress up um, and we sit standing on the door in the morning when you get to see all the children come in in their costumes and see what they're wearing. That was just brilliant. Um, and to see the other teachers as well. And we did Tudor dancing and Tudor cooking. That was good. And then World Book Day as well. I always enjoy that because you get to see everyone dressed up and the teachers and everyone went such an effort. So I reckon one of those.
2: What is the most exciting thing you have ever done?
1: What, apart from working at Shipston? Mm, I reckon in New Zealand, when I was there a few years ago, I did a skydive at 15,000 feet over Lake Taupo, where it was like a minute free fall and then you kind of floated for like five minutes with a parachute, that was pretty exhilarating. So I might do another one when I'm out there.
0: What is advice you would give to the teacher taking your place?
1: Advice I would give to a teacher taking my place? To enjoy every day and just to always try to be present in every moment. So to be mindful and just be present for every moment and just enjoy.
2: What was your favorite thing about my adventure?
1: Favourite thing about Manor Adventure, Uh, both the children and I actually, (laughs) especially doing something like abseiling where you are a bit nervous beforehand, we did something called challenge by choice, so every child could choose what their personal challenge was, so it might not be that they would complete the whole activity or the whole task, but ones where um, especially people might have been feeling a bit nervous and then they overcame that fear whether it was coming down on the abseiling ab- or rock climbing and overcoming that fear, you could just see on their faces like how proud they were of themselves and how proud we were as teachers watching them do that. Cause I was a bit nervous on some of them too. So yeah, I think those moments.
0: What is your favourite thing to do and why?
1: My favourite thing to do? Um, being out in nature, just love being out in nature. It's definitely one of my happiest. So uh, just walking, hiking, anywhere by water or mountains. I love all of that, so.
2: Are you sad about leaving?
1: Very much so, really. Yeah, I'm very, very sad. Um, I feel so fortunate to have worked in such a lovely, lovely school, and it's not just about school as well. It's about all the people in it, so the children and the teachers, you build some wonderful relationships up. So um, yeah, I definitely won't forget anyone and uh, yeah, hold it dearly in my heart.
0: What are you looking forward to doing in New Zealand?
1: I have not done this before. We, when we get out there, we are buying a camper van. and We're going to be travelling around. So I'm not going to have a house that I'll be living in. I'm going to be living out of a van, which would have been done up. So my bed and everything will be in there, and all the places to cook and wardrobe and all of those things. So I'm quite excited about that because it's almost like a mobile home. So you can just drive, and if you like somewhere, you stay. And if you don't like this, you can just pack your stuff up and move on. So, apart from showers, that's what I'm... <laughs> I hope there's showers close by, but I'll let you know. Thank you for coming, Miss Hardy. Thank you for having me.
4: Coming up next on the podcast, Alora from Year 4 will read us her poem inspired by Macbeth.
0: Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burning cauldron bubble, mix in a tiger's tail, then a fin of a giant whale, throw in a sting of a bee, then put in a child's knee, after that an eye of a dog, next a leg of a juicy frog, thus a wing of a black bat and a nose of the cutest cat. Double, double toil and trouble, fire burning, cauldron bubble. Drink this potion, you will see like you are a mighty queen. How to do the fluff by Lila and Felix. Legs apart and arms forward. Next, you always move your arms to the right first. Pull them in with your right arm going behind. Then pull your arms back out and do it on your left side and then on. And that's how to do the floss. Bye! What is so great about living in Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag's a big plus. What does Doctor Who eat with his pizza? Dalek bread. I told my friend she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. Hi, I'm Laura and I'm playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on the keyboard. stroll on the flute. Here is the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Felix Flicks doing a film review. Here it is. The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman is a family feel-good film with lots of different edge-of-your-seat dramatic moments. The film has lots of gripping and emotional scenes. Lots of people took part in this amazing movie and all the actors were outstanding with brilliant singing voices as this is a musical. At the start of the movie, there is a little boy with a wonderful voice. He is the son of a poor, moneyless carpenter. The boy is his dad's trustworthy assistant. They work for a very wealthy family. The family contains a daughter called Charity and two parents, a mother and a father. One day, the boy, who was called Phineas, May Charity accidentally spit her tea out with laughter and Charity's father slaps Phineas right across the face. Sadly after that she was locked up in her bedroom. Luckily she escapes quickly out of her window straight away. Charity tells Phineas that she will go to finishing school and she doesn't know what her future will be. Minutes later, they both ventured into an old abandoned house with toys and chandeliers dotted everywhere. A few steps into the house finished lit a special candle of his that made patterns on the walls because of the carvings in the lip wax. The Greatest Showman follows the public and real story of the success, self-deprived inventor of showbiz and he, the circus Phineas T. Barnum after marrying his childhood sweetheart, a woman far above his own station, and creating a modest life in New York. He gets an idea for the kind of spectacle that would bring together a wonderful story. Collecting a number of talented individuals who have previously been hidden away from society because of their differences, the resulting show becomes a massive success, but with success comes Blacknach, Blacklash and Barnum soon tires of the circus and moves towards far more socially acceptable form of stardom singer Jenny Lind. He abandons the very people who made him a success his marriage to Charity begins to crumble. Here are some of the main characters in The Greatest Showman. Phineas T. Barnum, who is the main character. Charity Barnum, who is Phineas wife; And last but not least, Philip Carlyle, who is the assistant director and assistant producer of the circus. There are lots of other circus acts. To find these out, you can purchase this DVD. I give it a 10. The Greatest Showman, available in on DVD, get yours today. Hello, I'm Daisy and we're going to be doing a debate. We have two teams, Maths and English. They will be debating whether whether maths is better or English is better.
5: We tossed a coin and English won and decided that maths would go first. They have one minute to speak and when the gavel gets hit, they will stop talking and English will have their go. And then they will have 30 seconds to say why English is wrong and then vice versa. On maths,
0: we have Charlie and Bethany and on English we have Georgina and Lily. Well... The reason why maths is better than English is because it's more, one of the most um, core subjects for learning when you're older. And if you don't know maths when you're older, a lot of crucial jobs that you might want to get, you won't be able to get. Maths is also important to tell time, to add up money, and <laughs> uh, to count. <laughs> um, maths is also very like it most people say maths is boring but then again it's not it can actually be one of the most fun subjects with fun things to do like grids and say time counting or something now on to english
5: english is better because there's more jobs you can look forward to in the future um, the reason why me and Lily decided as English is because when you go into different countries, you can learn different languages from it. And also, if you want to get a job like an author and you read and write, then there's lots more jobs to. Build. Oh,
0: English is better because you, you're like you uh, learn spellings and you'll be better at spellings and writing. Oh, you, oh, and you, and you, can, you can read.
5: <laughs> you can. You, you can read, and if you want to be an author when you're older, you can. Um, or if you want to be an actor. Yeah, you learn scripts better and you know yeah. stage directions and it where to put
0: them. Shh. Now we have maths with a 30 second quick fire round. Get as much detail as you can in there as you like. Well, English are wrong. It is very crucial that they said that it allows you to learn other languages. That's incorrect because there are languages that in different classes, English does not teach you those other languages. In- also, and, and also writing and reading. Sure, you can do that with letters, but you can't do that with
5: numbers. English. Maths, Maths. is wrong. Because yes, very, very You can wrong. learn... Um, you can learn languages from it and when you have that english that you have taught in your head then it languages learn it you, when you learn language that will be much easier and also you can tell the time and if you learn math simply english is more Ten for the future remaining. And it's funner you can, yeah, it's and better. you can have author, you can if you want to be author and if you want to be an author you can get a better nice jobs job. from it it's a nicer thing to do thank you
0: for listening to our debate <laughs> who do you think you who do you think english what? how a Big Mac is made. First, the 100% beef burgers are grilled. Secondly, the sesame seed buns are toasted and put in a box. Then the special Big Mac sauce is added onto both sides of the bun. After that, onions, lettuce, pickles, and cheese are added. Finally, a burger is placed under another bun, which is then topped with another burger. Then both sides of the bun are put together. That is three buns and two burgers in total, and boom! a Big Mac is made. How do you win a running race?
2: Number one, make sure you enter the running race. Number two, make sure you are in the starting position. Number three, right leg in front of the left. Number four, make sure you are concentrating on running and it is like nothing else is around you. Number five, When you know when to go, just concentrate on running and go as fast as you can. And you should win because it works for me.
4: Coming up next on the podcast, we have Poppy from Year 3 singing Dear Future Husband.
0: Dear future husband, here's a few things You need to know where you wanna be My one and only, all my life Take me on date, i deliver the break And don't get the flowers every anniversary If you treat me like, I'll be the perfect guy Buying groceries, buying, buying groceries brush your teeth. 1. Get your toothbrush. 2. Get your toothpaste. 3. Open the toothpaste. 4. Squeeze the toothpaste onto the toothbrush. 5. Put the toothbrush in your mouth. 6. Brush all your teeth. 7. Take your toothbrush out of your mouth. 8. Spit it out into the sink. 9. Brush your toothbrush. 10. Put your toothbrush away. 11. Put the lid on the toothpaste. 12. Put the toothpaste away. 13. Walk away from the sink. Hi, and welcome back to Lila's Library. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Lila and I will be reading a book review. Today's book review will be about Shakespeare stories rewritten with clear language by Andrew Matthews and illustrated by Tony Ross. I have only read half of the series, but I can tell you they are really, really good. My two personal favourites are Romeo and Juliet and Twelfth Night. But it is mostly Romeo and Juliet because it is very sweet how even though their families hate each other, those two specific people love each other no matter what. If you like the sound of these books then you could ask Mrs Bosley and Mrs Chadwick if you are allowed to read them as they have a lot in Eagles classroom. Since it is also my favourite I will tell you a bit about the book Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night is about twins whose boat... Is struck in the storm and one of them is dried up on land with her twin brother's clothes trunk. She dresses as a man and gets a job to work for a man who she falls desperately in love with. That she meets a lady who thinks she's a man and falls in love with her. If you want to find out what happens, then read the book. I would recommend these books to anyone who likes war and loves the character's personality. Have a great day, because that's all from me. Bye!
2: To finish your our Podcast, we have the first ever episode of the ongoing drama called The School Pocketypes. <laughs>
4: A long time ago, in a primary school far, far away, we find three teachers hanging out in the staff room having a chat. When suddenly, out of nowhere, they hear the strangest noise.
0: Well, my class this morning, we're not even vaguely listening to me. I know what you mean. Sometimes it, it is just impossible to get them to write anything at all. Actually, mine weren't too bad this morning. We were doing some math, and mostly they are pretty confident at telling the time.
2: What on earth is that? Let's go and check.
4: The teachers ran out into the corridor to see what all the commotion was, but all they found instead was. a man.
0: Who on earth are you? I'm Professor Blinkenblob. I suggest you all get out of this corridor right now. Alfie, is that you? Lila, what are you doing here? This is my school. I teach here. Why are you here? You do not want to know. Now, get out of this corridor. Who is this, Lila? This is my older brother. He's a scientist. What sort of scientist? Last time I checked, he was studying dinosaurs. Are you still doing that, Alfie? Sort of.
4: At that moment, an enormous dinosaur came crashing around the corner. It was called the Tyrannosaurus Felix.
0: Felix, Felix, calm down. I can explain. I will not calm down. I am very, very cross, and I hate you. I am going to eat you now. <laughs> I'm coming to get you! You can't escape now! You can run, but you
3: can't
4: hide! The three teachers ran as fast as they could through the staff room, (coughs) across the playground, around the corner, and into the... PE shed.
0: Why are we being chased by a talking dinosaur? I have no idea. He seems really angry. Are you okay, Lila? I haven't seen my brother for years, but he did say that he had been working on creating a dinosaur. With a human brain. That must be it. What are we going to do? Well, the last time I saw my brother, he gave me this card and said if I was ever in danger to ring this number. Give me your phone. I'll be there soon. So what did they say? I just heard a voice that said, I'll be there soon. And then it hung up.
4: At that moment, the dinosaur came crashing through the roof of the shed. (laughs) were eaten cleanly by the dinosaur and just as the Tyrannosaurus Felix was about to eat Lila someone came blasting through the door and carried Lila away
0: don't do it Felix don't do it I'll save you <laughs> thank you so much who are you my name is Daisy I was a friend of your brother's I'm a dino doctor don't worry I have the super secret dino Dinosaur destroyer. Weapon thingy to stop him with. Wow, that was amazing. Yep, it's an amazing weapon. Unfortunately, it only ever works once. That's okay, you already destroyed the Trianosaurus Felix. Unfortunately, your brother didn't only make one dinosaur. He made millions! (laughs) We hope you enjoyed it. We would like to give credit to Mrs Chadwick Miss Hardy Mr Roberts for writing the Rainbow Badge questions bensam.com for the music and everyone who read out work. This podcast is made by the Shootcast committee Isla Susan Lila Daisy Alfie and and Felix Bye.
3: Bye!